Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, and welcome back. It is Tuesday, and uh, my my guest all week is... uh, Vicki Vanderkolk. And again, thank you, Vicki, for being willing to do the podcast with me this week. Um, often on Tuesday, I ask my guests kind of a, not a silly question, but just a, kind of a question that makes them think a little bit about their past. So do you remember what your very first job was? Ooh, she's thinking back. Picking blueberries. Picking blueberries. Because you, you kind of got, yeah, you said yesterday that you were raised on a right, farm. Right, right. And blueberries were a lot. There were a lot of uh, farms in this area. Okay. So we could do pedal bike to get to our jobs. So you'd you'd pedal your bike to the fields. Yes. And then, like, how old were you? Were you, like... I I don't remember. Middle school or, like, elementary Uh, school? (laughs) Probably uh, middle school. I'm going to stick with that. Like 13, 14-ish? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Do you remember how much you got paid? Oh, very little. Bucket, very little. <laughs> well, that was the thing you did, right? That's what people, right, kids right. your age would do, right? And I think it's the blue jersey, excuse me, blue jersey blueberries that were the larger size, okay. if I'm remembering correctly. And at least you got your bucket filled up more quickly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got the right, excuse me, the right variety. Okay. Blue, what was it called? Blue Jersey. Blue Jersey. But someone can certainly correct me. Right, right. Well, cool. I'm a blueberry picker from way back, (laughs) from way back. Yeah. Now, typically on Tuesday, uh, we don't talk about blueberries, (laughs) but we do talk, we we call today Testimony Tuesday. And I talked to Vicki a little bit before we pushed record here. And she said she has a little story that she kind of wanted to share with us about something that happened many, many before she even picked blueberries, I think. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. what's that story, Vicki? Well, here's my story. And this uh, came to mind back when I was a kindergartner and any kindergartners at North Holland Church had Cassie Cope and June Van Campen as our teachers. And... We had, of course, song time. We had a lesson time. We had flannel graph, if anybody remembers flannel graph. (laughs) That that was a part of our Sunday morning. And the funny thing is, is that anybody who was ready to come into kindergarten, they would know that Cassie and June had a little plastic mug filled with treats that they would hand out at Christmas time. Mm. So whether that was the incentive or just the fact that Cassie and June were really nice ladies. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So did you, how did you, did you see God in them at all? Did you see Jesus in them because of something like that or? They were just very consistent. Mm. They were gentle spirits. Mm. Uh, they took care of us if they were willing to do this for year upon year yeah, upon year. Yeah. It's like they're dedicated. Right. Right. It's, I mean, it's almost like, I mean, besides your, your family as like, like a kindergartner's first glimpse of uh, to other people that are being Jesus kind yes. of, right? Yes. Because I bet you they loved you little buggers. I think you they know? did. If they stayed in it year after year <laughs> yeah. after year, yeah. you know, and then would, would bless you at Christmas time with those things. You know, that, that's kind of a picture of Jesus. Yes. Yes. What he does for us. 
Ah, very cool. That's the story that came to my mind. No, that's a lot. That's great. We love those kind of stories. All right, here we are. See, we're we're returning to the next book of the Bible. Yesterday we were in Job, and today we're flipping over to the book of Psalms. And today we're looking at um, Psalm 34. And like I said yesterday, I'm going to be reading from the New Century version. Uh, Vicki has the, which one is that? The New Living. New Living. The New Living uh, version in front of her there. Um, and so we're going to read the first eight verses, and then we're going to skip to verse 19 and read 19 through 22. All right, so here we go. This is Psalm 34, starting with verse 1. And the heading at the top of my section says, Praise God who judges and saves. I will praise the Lord at all times. His praise is always on my lips. My whole being praises the Lord. The poor will hear and be glad. Glorify the Lord with me and let us praise his name together. I asked the Lord for help and he answered me. He saved me from all that I feared. Those who go to him for help are happy and they are never disgraced. This poor man called and the Lord heard him and saved him from his troubles. The angel of the Lord camps around those who fear God, and he saves them. Examine and see how good the Lord is. Happy is the person who trusts in him. And flipping over to 19. People who do what is right have, may have many problems, but the Lord will solve them all. He will protect their very bones. Not one of them will be broken. Evil will kill the wicked. Those who hate good people will be judged guilty. But the Lord saves his servants' lives. No one who trusts him will be judged guilty. And again, before he pushed record, we were like, did you get much out of this psalm? And like, no, not how about you? And like, no, it took us a little while to get some things. So, hey, let's have a discussion about the things that the Lord did put on our minds here. So, Vicki, what's something that uh, came to your mind here that the Lord put there? Now, your version, of course, has some different words than mine. Yes. But um, throughout the one through eight passage, I guess actually through the whole whole group of passages, there were words like rescue, refuge, defense, protects, there's freedom, and you were saved. Ooh, okay. And I know that the verbiage is different in right, your right. Bible, but that's all those things were out there. Uh, then, of course, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joy of those who take refuge in him. Hmm. So we've got the refuge, excuse me, the refuge word showing up. And then if we look at verse 22. Yep, the very last one. The very, last, the very last one. It shows up again. Hmm. The Lord will redeem those who serve him. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Hmm. So I liked to see both ways of how refuge was put into place. Right. So when, when in, in your mind's eye, what do you see when you think of like a refuge? Well, it would be a very safe place to safe, be, yep, yep. safe place to be, uh, and safe people around you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, so there's protection from around the, the people who are around you. Right. Uh, would you ask me? Refuge? Refuge, yeah. So it's a safe place. A safe place. You're surrounded by safe, safe people. people. Uh, 
that's probably a good description yeah. right there. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think, right, okay, right. what else is in there? Yeah, uh, yeah. And even then, if I suppose we wanted to go to nature, we're into like safe buildings or right. from storms or something like that's that. True. And I guess that's refuge. Uh, right. So there's probably a different, yeah. uh, there's different ways to interpret refuge. Right, right. So, I, uh, David's the one who's writing this, mm -hmm. right? And I, I have a little subtitle here that says this is David's psalm or his song. Um, for when he act from the time he acted crazy so that a would send him away. Okay? And so I, I kind of look up that story a little bit. And uh, yeah, Abimelech was that, he was one of the Philistine kings, yes. right? And um, David kind of got caught unawares. He didn't have his, his men around him. So he was kind of by himself. And um, I, yeah, he sort of acted crazy so that Abimelech would just sort of ignore him and not, and not worry about him. Um, so in that, so in that case, yeah, the, yes, but so yeah, so David in this psalm is right is calling the Lord his refuge, refuge. right? Yeah, his rescue word, right? Because right? that was one of the other right. cool words right. that you that, that you saw there. I noticed uh, the word praise, at least in my version, was used a lot in verses one, two, and three. Yes, I had that down too, but of course in the different versions. Right, right. So I had you know I will praise the Lord. His praise is always on my lips. Uh, praises the Lord. Uh, glorify the Lord, uh, praise his name together. I'm like, wow, he's, he's excited here, right? Mm -hmm. David is praising God. Right. Um, and that's why I asked myself, well, why? Okay, so why is he praising God here? And I think verses four through seven kind of tell us, like you were talking about some of those words like refuge and rescuer come from verses four through seven. Um, and my version, it says, well, he answered me, mm -hmm. right? The Lord answered me. So that's a reason to praise. Um, he saved me from everything that I feared. That's another reason to praise. Um, he heard me right yeah. when I called out to him and he saved me from all my troubles. Uh, and those are just cool reasons to praise. And I think that's why when we come together on Sunday mornings with our whole, you know, Victory Point group, I mean, that's one reason why we come to praise, right? Because he, he answered us throughout the week. He saved us throughout the week. He heard us throughout the week. And yeah, when we come together in, in corporate worship, those are exactly reasons why we, we come to praise him. Anything else that you have there from Psalm 34? Well, I don't know if I'm on the right track here or not. Verse 5. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. And what I thought there is like, what exactly does that mean to be uh, radiant with joy? Did I say that right? Yeah, radiant yep. with joy. Yeah. Uh, no shadow will darken their faces. And I just, it came to mind that uh, a smile hmm. is a good reaction to expressing joy hmm. or your happy eyes. Right. I think it comes out in your face. Sure. Yes. In fact, we just had a devotion this morning at school um, on joy, how people who are, are, are not Christians, people who don't follow the Lord, that their joy is definitely based on their circumstances, right? But we who are Christ followers, our joy is more deep, right? So even though we go through valleys, even though we go through tough times, we still can have a smile, okay? Um, even though we go, I mean, it's okay to cry, it's okay to be sad too, right. but, we, but we, we can have that smile for someone still. 
you know, right. and we, we can still have that joy knowing that this is not our home. Right. And, right. Um, yeah. And we don't have to have dark faces. Correct. Correct. Can we be sad? Yes. Because there are sad things that happen on earth here, but, um, but we still can have joy, right? Knowing that we belong to our faithful savior, Jesus Christ. I loved verse eight. Um, I know yesterday in the book of Job, you know, we said that Job kind of made that claim, you know, after all the stuff had happened, he made this claim. If I look back a minute, quick a minute, uh, I know that you can do all things, Lord, and that no plan of yours can be ruined. Um, in verse eight, he kind of makes the claim again, right? How good the Lord is. Right? So after Correct. all the stuff that has happened to David, he's, he's not even king yet at this point, I don't think, right? Um, how David makes that claim, how good the Lord is. I, I thought that was cool. Yes. Yeah. Affirmation. Yes, exactly. Because it's based on what he experienced, right? Because mm-hmm. the Lord has done this for me. He is good. I know he is good. Let's see. Was there anything else I wrote down here? I put, I put a yay at the end of 22, the word yay. Um, again, my version says, no one who trusts him will be judged guilty. And I know I, I, I have my trust in Jesus because um, I know that his death and his, his descending into hell and his coming back to life again and his ascending into heaven, um, I, I'm not going to be judged guilty at the end of the world, right? And when he comes again, I'm not going to be judged guilty because I belong to him and he took care of that punishment for me. And so I say, yay, yay. Um, I'm not going to be judged guilty someday. So as we wrap up here for a Tuesday, um, listeners, as you, as you go into your day today, um, may may your lips be, uh, let's see, how can I say it? Uh, full of praise today. Okay. Think back to how the Lord has answered you either this past week or um you know, over the last year, think about how he has saved you from different situations. Um, think about how he has listened to you and how he has heard you. And um, just go into your day knowing that the Lord is good. So just like David said, examine and see how good the Lord is. Just go into your Tuesday knowing that, yes, the Lord is definitely good. Um, and for those of you who are listening, who trust in him, you know that, that um you will not be judged guilty um, at the when Jesus comes the second time. So go into your Tuesday. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. Um, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for our Wednesday episode. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.